What's going on, Love Quest Nation? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Love Quest International Church Podcast. Listen to this week's sermon as our lead pastor, Terrence Richmond, dives into our brand new series, By Faith. Let's go! Amen, amen. Lift your hands up one time and say, my faith is strong. My foundation is firm. And everything around me is blessed. When I walk in the room, some of y'all not sure. When I walk in the room, things change. Look at your neighbor say, when you walk in the room, things change. And look at your other neighbor say, do you really believe that or are you just talking? Amen. You can be seated. You can be seated. How y'all doing? Good. Can we give it up for our first time attendees one more time? All good. Thank you guys. Good to see you guys. Absolutely. Looks good in here. Amen. You guys warm enough? Uh, Just a few of y'all warm? Everybody warm? Y'all warm? You warm, Elder John? Thumbs up? Everybody that wear a mask, if you warm, just put your thumbs up. I just need to know. Amen. Where I'm from, you walk around with a mask and don't be talking. It's dangerous. All right. Just want to make sure. All right. Father, forgive me. I'm 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 going to be reading out my phone. I slipped up and forgot my, charged my iPad. It's all good. Because it's right up in here, right? So I'm good. Father, I thank you for this moment in time that we get to sit at your feet and hear your word. Bread of heaven, bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Lord, I thank you that the word does exactly what it's supposed to do. And that is to activate and transform. The word will go deep into our bones and our marrow and our sinews, Lord, detecting anything that is not of you. Uh, Anything of darkness, we hold it under the arrest and authority of the word of God. And so I thank you, Lord, whom the son set free is free indeed. If the truth shall set you free, you are free indeed. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So I declare that we are in a stress-free zone, anxiety-free zone, depression-free zone. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord, that you, Holy Spirit, you set a fire in our hearts. I come against right now lukewarm Christianity. I come against just cold faith, just, I just came to church today because I'm supposed to, or that I grew up in church, so, or my family keep on inviting me, so I pray every person in here under the sound of my voice, grab a hold of the saving grace of Jesus Christ, that he's not just a God who was or is to come, but he is a God of is am today he's alive 
And so although we may read scripture that reflect on the past and who you were in other people's lives, I pray there's an anointing to bring the word from the future and the past into today. And we thank you for doing something powerful. Holy Spirit, get all up in our business. Get all up in our business. Lord, you give me the mail, I will deliver it. You correct who you love. And in this world, truly, we need accountability. So we thank you for this time of accountability and edification. In Jesus' name, amen. How y'all doing? All right, let's hop in this word. Uh, we're starting on a new series last week called what? Wow, so that's all that was here last week? By what? Faith. That's why we teach the same thing over and over sometimes, because y'all be acting like, y'all be screaming and clapping like y'all really got it, but you don't. You forgot the title, and how many words is it? Two. By faith. What's the message? Get your love fixed, man. No, that, that, ain't, that ain't the message. <laughs> no, by faith. The faith to change a nation. God did not bring us into this space, nor did he bring us before we move into the space for us to just have church. Clearly, God has brought us adjacent to the space we signed the papers for first so we can look at it, believe for it, hope for it, speak to it, walk around it. Y'all thought we just needed a bigger space to go to church. You've been set up. Some of y'all that came to Love Quest to think that your life was the same and you just wanted to fit church in, this the wrong church. I'm going to get on your nerves. I'm going to get in your business. I'm going to be all at you. Yeah, because if just going to church worked for you before Love Quest, then why are you dealing with what you're dealing with? So clearly you reading the Bible ain't the answer. <laughs> clearly church membership ain't the answer. Sonship is the goal. Not a slave to this world. Not a slave to money. Not a slave to your flesh. That's why you come to church. To kind of just get it in. Well... What if I told you the same way you need oxygen to live, you need faith to walk in sonship? Go a day without, go 30, go, go a minute without breathing. And the longer you go without oxygen, you start developing brain damage. And the longer you go without faith, you start developing brain damage you start developing soul damage you, you you don't understand how much of you need to walk in faith and some of y'all walk by faith in sin like I'm gonna do this risky thing over here I, 
I might not get caught, right? You walking on, on water in sin. But then to walk on water in goodness and mercy and life and abundance and the good life, it sounds like, no, that's boring. No, we need faith to breathe. I need to be in a space that's way bigger than me. I need to be living every day in something that if not God, I'm done. Safe life is dying life. Yeah. If all you try to do is stay in situations where you can have control, you don't grow. Your money might grow, but your soul don't prosper. I need to be waking up kind of nervous about the decision I just made for Jesus. Because faith works all around the board. It works for good and evil. So let me tell you something. You are living in faith in some area of your life. You're taking a risk somewhere. Is it for the Lord? All right, let me look at my cell phone. Because y'all scare me. By faith. Faith is not worried about tomorrow and not stuck on yesterday. I heard an athlete say something yesterday. He's like, when you, oh, it was uh, Giannis under the Cooper toe. Under the Cooper toe. Right. <laughs> he was like, when you dwell on the past, it's ego. Talking about the accolades you used to have. Talking about what you used to be. You know them, them, them. Man, I used to, man, when I was younger, man, when I, that's all ego. Why you still need the past to feel validated for today? Some of you in here still identifying yourself with old careers. And struggling the lights is off in that season and now you can't live with what God has called you to do. No. You know, Tom Brady retiring. Why can somebody retire in peace? How could Kobe have so much peace? At least it seemed like it. Because he had a plan for transition. I'm preaching already. <laughs> God always has a transition plan for us. That's why we have to walk by faith. Not just, okay, God, I'm in trouble. What I do? It ain't too late, but it's going to be difficult. Yeah, it is. Faith is not worried about tomorrow either. Some folks can't even sit in church past two hours without getting antsy because they got to get ready for tomorrow. Some folks don't go nowhere today because they got to get ready for tomorrow, a day that ain't even promised. And it ain't even promised to go the way you think it's going to go. Some people reserving today. I'm like, no, nah, I ain't going to get that much energy because tomorrow, next week, I'm not going, you know what I'm saying? No, that's not faith. So faith is not in yesterday and it's not tomorrow. Faith is today. If it's not today and if it's not now, you're not in faith. 
faith is now. How do I know that? Matthew. Matthew 6 says, but if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is alive and green and tomorrow is tossed into the furnace, will he not much more surely clothe you, O you of little what? Faith. So what is he talking about right now? Faith. Your worrying about tomorrow and the past shows that you are not in faith because faith is in now. When you hear great athletes, great athletes, or even when someone is doing films, actors and actresses, it, you got to be in the moment, in the character, in the now, today. I can't worry about game seven at game one. Well, I'm not going to play that hard because in game seven, I'm going to need my legs. You're not, you're not going to get to game seven playing that way. You got to play full intensity day one listen it doesn't mean you don't strategize on day one you don't pull out all your plays but you for sure give all your effort into the moment say the moment don't start singing don't start singing don't start singing because I'm gonna get I'm gonna, I gotta stay focused therefore do not worry and be anxious. Do not worry and be anxious. If you hear, I'm sorry, that's okay, but we're not one of them churches. It's supposed to go to church and take a cigarette break during church. How you smoking a cigarette when the spirit of the Lord moving? If you hear, I'm sorry. Before you turn on worship music at work, you step outside and you got all the people in the cold or in the rain just. <laughs> just to get too little. <laughs> and popping it out of carton, that's it. Lung cancer. He ain't going to get that lung cancer. You don't get that lung cancer. Amen. Whoever, yeah, amen. Cigarettes ain't good for you. Yeah, that's gross. You nasty if you smoke cigarettes. I'm telling you right now, it's nasty. It's nothing like a beautiful girl. Just get out of here. You ugly now. You ugly. You are ugly. You stink. It's all in your hair and in your clothes. And then when you, when you smoke cigarettes with the windows up? Didn't I pray the Lord be all in your business today? Amen. Somebody in here got a cigarette problem. It, clearly. Amen. All right. Can we move on, Lord? Yes, yes. He said, I think they got the point. Amen. Amen. All right. He said, he said, saying, what are we going to have to eat? Or what are we going to drink? This is where I might have a little problem sometime. What are we going to wear? I'll, forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me. I'm working on this last part right here. I got faith in every other area, but this one right here. Yeah, sometimes I'll be, especially Saturday night, I'll be. Absolutely. <laughs> 
I don't be stressing. I just want to represent the Lord very well. That's it. For the Gentiles, the heathen, say heathen. Come on, say it a little louder. Say heathen. Say heathen one more time and then just look at your neighbor. Don't say, don't say nothing to him. Just say heathen. Heathen check. Amen. Wish for and crave and diligently seek all these things. And your heavenly father knows well that you need them all. But seek, aim at, and strive after first of all his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. And then all these things that you stressing over. 100% 100% of the people in here right now were most of your stress is over things. When's the last time you really stressed on getting some time in with the Lord? Like you stress on other stuff. I'm talking about pay attention to the intensity in which you stress on money, food, drink, sex, all this other stuff. Hey, all that other stuff. Spouse, you're lonely, you're single. You, all this stuff you give energy to, when's the last time you put, you had that kind of stress? I'm like, man, I really miss spending time with God. Or man, I really want to go to church. <laughs> Some folks come to church because they feel like they got to. He says, that's what the world's supposed to be doing. So in this moment, make up your mind. Are you of the world or just in it? Really look at the word of God. Are you saved but still a heathen? Are you acting like an orphan or a son? Because sons don't worry. So do not worry or be anxious about tomorrow. Tomorrow. Think about how much we was worried before we even knew it was a pandemic. Then the pandemic came and then the stuff we was worried about, pause. But two years. Worried about what you're going to wear? Don't matter, you're staying home. Hey, that Zoom fit, though, because you waste up, waste up, waste up, waste up. Half is worried today. I'm half is worried because my Zoom fit waste up. <laughs> so do not worry or be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will have worries and anxieties of its own. Sufficient for each day is its own trouble. Worry robs children from their parents. Because their parents are worried about tomorrow and making money. Marriages are destroyed because you're worried about what you don't got. Instead of investing in what you do have and trusting God to bring the fruit for what you don't have. Right? It's one thing for me to complain about my wife. It's another thing for me to invest in her to see the results of what I want, but also way beyond what I never even imagined. Because there's things you need in your spouse that's in your spouse that only God can get out that you didn't even know you needed. 
you only was attracted for what you thought you needed, but there's some reasons God brought you together from stuff that you didn't think you needed. You didn't know you needed that's in your spouse and ain't over there. That's where we go. We go from place to place trying to get a little bit. It's like we, it's like we, want, we get a little bit over here because I'm not getting it here. And then I'm going to go over here when I'm done getting that over there. And then I'm going to get it over here. And that's a life full of stress and anxiety. Let me tell you something. Your soul knows you're stressed out. But your flesh will trick you because your flesh is getting what it wants. Soul happiness is not soul rest. So because your flesh is happy, it doesn't mean your soul is well. And too often we're guided by our feelings and not our faith. What do you do when you walk on a property that everybody said, uh, to? With birds flying in it, rat poop everywhere. What do you do when God says, I want that place? See, too often you're looking for what you want and not what God wants. <laughs> so it's not up to me, although me and God are partnering, I have to consider what he wants because he has the plans. So although it wouldn't be my first choice, it's God's. So my life will be better off choosing what God desires over what I desire. There's times I desire not to be here. Not to take meetings. But God loves you. And then there's something out of when I go where I don't feel like going, I always get what I need. Instead of training myself to depend on my flesh over depending on, you know you got to train yourself to depend on God. Because following the Lord is not a feeling, it's a faith thing. You have to train yourself to obey, to train yourself. You do know you can program yourself to believe a certain, your brain is this computer up here. That's why you can renew your mind scientifically and spiritually. The neuroplasticity of your brain can be changed. So you may not feel it now, you may not see it now, but a lot of what you see, want, and perceive is based on how you've been wired up to this point. So I know it ain't your will right now. I know it's not your desires right now. But he said, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, ask what you will and I'll give you whatever you ask. It don't mean he's going to give you whatever you ask. It means whatever you ask at some point is going to be whatever he wants. So I began to live a life where I desire what he wants. So whatever I ask is what he wants. Therefore, if I'm asking what he wants, he going to give it to me. And I've learned how to be happy when he, what, with things that make him happy. So, I didn't grow up finding abandoned buildings and they make me happy. That's what crackheads do. They just ride down the I've never loved an abandoned building. 
see what God does with nothing and you fall in with his redemptive power, you fall in love with nothing because you know you serve a God that turns nothing into what? Something. It's like he did with your little filthy self and he ain't done with you if you just rest in his hands. Keep on trying to have control and thinking you're doing something because your bank account getting more money. Your bank account is being filled. Your soul is being depleted. How that's going to work later? Trust me. I'm glad I don't got asthma because I didn't have been there. Amen. See, he says, for tomorrow we'll have worries and anxiety of its own. Look, sufficient for each day is its own trouble. Guess what? Tomorrow, for sure, you're going to have some stuff to worry about. So what you should be doing is getting everything that God planned for today out of today. That's why I'm all day at church too, sir. Why, Pastor? Why people go back to? Because this day I've dedicated for God. I've set it aside for him and his people. This is a day I want to rub shoulders with faith. I want to rub shoulders with joy. I want to rub shoulders with some confident people. I'm going to give God two and a half hours a week and hang out with insecure people all week. God deserves a few hours. Why can't you double dip? I'm all in your business. Why can't you serve? Why can't you double dip? You, you busy all week doing you. And then he gave you a church home. What's a church home? Well, let's think of it this way. Everyone in here has a home. You just spend a couple hours there a week. You probably wouldn't because it's home. It's where you take your shoes off and what? Rest. So, so let, let me ask you again. Is this your church home? Yes. Have you kicked your feet, shoes off and rested yet? Or is this the place you really just visit on Sundays consistently and you don't want to go nowhere else? That's different than home. It's called prison. And for some people, your church home is your church prison. It's a place you serve a little bit, but it's a place you feel like you got to go, and there's nothing, nowhere else better for you. It's the best thing you've found, listen, for church. But when you begin to understand that your church home is the best thing you found for your soul, not for your church, and you realize you the church, you won't put so much emphasis on a organization, but the organization is a place that you found a home for your soul. And when you come to church because you have a home for your soul, you come and get plugged up like you do your Tesla. Just because you come all the time don't mean you plugged in. This ain't no church home. This, this, is, this is a home for my soul. Yeah. And then there's another scripture. He says, I'm doing a new thing. Let the past go. So he said, don't worry about tomorrow. Then he says, let the past go. Then he goes on to say, in Christ, old things have what? Passed away. And we've been on this thing right here. We live a religion where we talk about who was who is to come but 
that's not faith. You ready? That was Abraham's faith. You're probably going to be dead here. So you ain't going to need no faith. You're going to be with him. So if you don't need faith here and you don't need faith there, then where else do you need faith? So it's very important that you understand who and what he do, who he is and what he's doing now. What he desires for your life now. <laughs> and most of us go to work for is to come. Because we running from a life that was. This is where, man, I ain't going to be like my mama. I ain't going to be like my daddy. No, well, you can't be in this moment with God if you're running from stuff from here. Or if you ain't dealt with this. <laughs> and so we do everything to run, 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 run. And then we trying to get all the way over here and we neglect here. And then we go here. And we asking God to override his principles. Lord, come in this worry pit with me. Tell me how I'm going to get there. <laughs> Lord, tell me if I'll go, Lord, but are you, how, how are you going to provide? You, do you realize that we are in this building? It's is. Let me tell you, if this building was is to come, I wouldn't be is. Right? I'm looking at next door. I got is to come inside. Do you know there's been moments where I just sit back and I look at the budget. I look at how much everything going to cost. And I'm like, hey, man. All right, God. <laughs> but let me just focus on building that room. And we're going to build that office. Let's just paint this room. See, what most of us would do is not do this because we're worried about that. And we're never going to get in that until we steward this. If we can't paint this wall, if we can't see this building to the finish line, we'll never be able to handle that. So God might have you sign the papers on something. God might even give you a word today that is to come. But the true test is can you be in the youth building? Can you be in the moment? Can you be on the unfinished floors and still praise him? Can, can you just put some patio heaters up around you and still praise him? Or are you going to be like, oh my God, well, if we buy four patio heaters, then when we get over there, we may not have the money to. Okay, so we just going to make a flyer, tell everybody, wear your jackets. Wear your jackets because heat is is to come. Heat is is to come. <laughs> heat is is to come. <laughs> Y'all better get this. Y'all better get this. Because you don't realize how we treat the people in is determines what is to come. So we may miss out some people that's going to help us get the heat over there if we don't get them heat in here. How much stuff are you abandoning because you're worried about over there? 
And then the Lord will let you just pull up and drive by it every day. Okay, Lord, amen. Then you give people tours. You can't be like, I know it's trash. Don't worry about the trash. No. Hey, man, you see, we're going to put the TV, the stage right there. Look, all y'all crazy. All y'all in here because your pastor is anointed to cast vision. You know, two weeks ago, it was $104,000 came in here. And if y'all paused and thought about y'all was given in is to come, <laughs> y'all up here crying and like, hallelujah, in a trash building. Like, you know what I'm saying? We give an offering in trash buildings. You know what I'm saying? Folks dropping $20,000 with leaks in the ceiling. Y'all, we indoors with patio heaters. That's ghetto. (laughs) But vision of blind, all that out, all you care about is being warm. Little RTD2 right here. <laughs> right, bring them heaters in here. Bring them heaters in here. Right there. You know what I'm saying? Hang them heaters. Cameras over there, daughter over there on the camera. All next to all kind of voltage. <laughs> hey. But the Lord Jehovah McKay to sanctify the power. Take it from his common use and uh make it work, but don't make it work. Amen. <laughs> yes but we're going to make these stages we're not going to buy the stages that we want over there because that stage ain't a priority but it's a priority so we're going to slap the rug on these stages so you know what I'm saying and then we might go spend buy a couple more heaters did we buy a couple more heaters uh, buy heaters this morning yeah we bought some heaters this morning and you know building a place could, could to tear marriage apart you know how many times, see, y'all just happy and whatever, me and my wife be going at it. Like, babe, we need this wall. She's like, what we need a wall for? Right, she, she, little, she, she level, but right, I need some of that and she needs some of this. Because I'll leap. She'll sit in the boat with one foot forward, but she's going to pose like this for a minute. Go ahead, babe. And then sometime as a leader, I got to be like, well, I'm going because the Lord said go. And then I'm out there swimming, having all kind of fun, all kind of fruit coming. And she like, dang, you right, babe, you right. And then she go from here and you think she going to dive in. Nope, she just bring the other foot forward. She get closer. She getting closer. She getting closer. Amen. She getting closer. She getting closer. That's the next move. Some people don't understand. It's the next move. Your next move ain't this. Now, when you walk by faith, you never do, you can never do this. It's always here. Even if you do this, just bring, bring that foot forward. Just bring it, bring it forward. It might be a slow move, but just, just bring it forward. You know what I'm saying? Bring it forward. But you got to look around you. I'm not just talking. I'm not just reading you scripture. I came from Cali to Canada by faith. Just me and my family. How y'all get here? No, I'm just, no, no, I'm telling you my story right now. My story right now. I'm, y'all part of my story right now. 
How y'all get here? You guys are an answer to prayer from prophecies that was given to me as a little kid. I was born before some of y'all, but the Lord saw fit that you was a part of the word that I got. And then I'm an answer to the word that you got. We all walking in prophecy, but the only way to keep it moving is by faith. You think this church is your little church home, your little community center? No, this is an answer to prayer. This is a piece to the puzzle of God's plan for your life. Everything you need is coming out of the soil and roots of your home church. Your home church is everything. It's not just a place you go on Sunday. There's relationships here. There's healing here. There's strength here. There's courage here. There's correction here. There's accountability here. Some of y'all in some crazy situations right now. And if you was at some churches, you would never be challenged about the craziness you in. You would just come in church, hi, and some of y'all be serving. Spreading that stuff around. Serving. And then you come to this church and you're getting a little uncomfortable. <laughs> See, one of us going to be uncomfortable. I'm going to be uncomfortable for not saying what he told me to say. Or you're going to be uncomfortable for me saying what he told me to say. And I'm not going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> Y'all good? You sure? All right. Next slide. When we're in this series, I don't want to talk about the acts of faith. We talk about acts of faith all the time. We talk about Abraham's faith. We talk about Ezekiel. We talk about Gideon. We talk about Jesus. We talk about Paul. We talk about everybody, the woman with the issue of blood. We talk about acts of faith. But what good is the acts of faith if you don't understand the principle of faith? And faith is a principle that you need on earth. You will not need faith in heaven. Because you're there. You're there. I don't need faith for a cell phone. I got it. It's here. A principle is a fundamental truth or position that serves as the foundation for a system of belief or behavior or for a chain of reasoning. The kingdom of God is a, it's, it's, it's a system that leads us back to our origin. And the only way back to there is by faith. I've said it before, church isn't the goal. Heaven is not the goal. Show me where heaven is the goal. If I asked any of you right now, where is heaven? You, would, you wouldn't know or you'll just look up. <laughs> the kingdom. Returning to our original intent in the garden. New heaven, new earth, no sign of death, no sign of destruction, no tears, no sorrows, just in our original intent is the goal. But while we're waiting for that good getting up morning, then he said the kingdom is within you. 
So to a certain extent, you can experience heaven now. You can experience joy now. Peace now. You got saved to go to heaven. Let me ask you this. Well, why when God is trying to bring you a piece of heaven, you disturb it? If your whole goal is when you die is to go to this place where the Lord, where there's rest and well, when God is trying to give you rest now, why can't you enter into it? That is a sad religion when you got to wait to die to experience the Savior. Why have, if, if you really had to think about why you receive Jesus right now, some of y'all would probably question your faith. But think about it. Go ahead. Why Jesus? Why Christianity? Forget why Love Quest, because you could put that on, man, the music good. Look in your soul. Why Christianity? Why Jesus? For what? For real? Like for what? Do you believe he's the answer? Do you believe he's the way, the truth, and the life? For what? Do you like some of the stuff he do, but there's some things that you like, uh, I don't know about that. Well, you're struggling with your salvation. Because there's some stuff I don't understand, but I've accepted them in absolute truth. And there's some stuff I will never understand. And there's some stuff I don't care about understanding. I'm in love. You know, when you say you in love and you ignore certain hurts and pains that others inflict on you because you in love, then why would Jesus, you got to know everything. Why would Jesus for you to serve him, everything got to work out your way. But when you in love with somebody or had a crush on them, you can ignore stuff. You could ignore they laugh. You could ignore how sloppy they are. You could ignore them passing gas. You could ignore all kinds of stuff because you what? In love. But with Jesus, why is your relationship so rigid? Do you demand from them how much you demand from God? Are you tripping? Or you don't have no expectations? So how are you in a love relationship with no expectations, but you got expectations for them? What are you doing? You're religious. Because you're just doing a thing. Because when you're in a relationship, ain't nobody got to beg you to serve. If your spouse got to beg you to serve them, you got a messed up marriage. It's uncomfortable right now. Amen. Amen. It's uncomfortable. It's what we come to church for. I come to church for accountability. I would sit on close to the front row all the time. Some of y'all ain't got no choice because it ain't that many rows, but that's okay. <laughs> This is a very important scripture that I need us to get for the next several months as we're in this faith thing. 
For the word that God what? Speaks. Come on. For the word that God what? Speaks. A little louder. For the word that God what? Speaks is what? Alive and full of what? Power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. The word that God what? Speaks. Not the word that God spoke. See, if Abraham only listened to what God spoke, he would have killed his son whom the promise was supposed to come through. But he was listening to what God not only spoke, but he was also attentive to what God was speaking. And if you, you, you're not in relationship when you stop at spoke. You ever in that relationship with somebody when you just stop being interested or you just stop listening? That's a dangerous place to be where God has pronounced life. It is sharper. The word is sharper than any two-edged sword penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life your soul the word gets in your soul and the immortal spirit and of joints and marrow of the deepest parts of our nature exposing and sifting and man you can see man there's some folks be like how old are you like I'm 31 you know when you somebody tell you they age and you you don't want to be like dang I thought you was younger than that, man. You look, you look 50 years old, 50 years old. You see stress. You ready for this? If stress can age you, then joy, some of you, some of you breaking out because you stress it. You don't need no acne cream. You need to stop stressing. Then worry bumps. Them worry bumps. <laughs> You're like, why well, I'm breaking out? I'm telling you, stress costs a lot of money. Exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. Here you go. This is what the word does. So when you wake up every day, when the word of God has precedence in your life, you allow it to sift you. Some of us argue too much with the word. That's why we are where we are. Because God will not argue back. God doesn't argue with you. He doesn't need to. He's very confident that you need him. You're the one struggling if you need him. But man, even with my wife, our marriage got better when we put the word in the middle of it. I'm not talking about just having a Bible in the house like open for decoration. (laughs) You know how many Bibles in the hotel? Yeah, motel, hotel, amen, exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts. I need the word because the Bible tells me that my heart is the most deceitful place of all. And there's so many people in here that really think they have their best interests. 
I will tell you this. When I was smoking, drinking, doing all I was doing, man, I didn't have my best interest, but while I was doing it, I swear I did. Some of you really think you have your best interest, but let me help you. Without God being the center of your life, you're being deceived in some area of your life. You were born fallen. How do you get back to unfallen? Yeah, first step is in him. Now you have to renew your mind to unfallen character and behavior called sonship. And you can't do that without faith. I was never thought like I thought. My wife got her a good husband. My kids got a great dad. I don't care what they say. But did my wife meet a great husband? Did I meet a great wife? Absolutely, babe. You were wonderful from day one. Camera one, two, three, you were wonderful, honey. You were, you were wonderful. Amen. <laughs> but it first started, and you, many of you have heard this, 2007, when I, when I made a firm decision. It, what, I, my decision in 2007 wasn't I'm about to go find a church. My decision was I'm going to give my life completely to the Lord. And if that means losing friends, if that means cutting off lifestyles, whatever it was, there was something inside of me that knew my flesh doesn't want me to make this decision. But if I ever want to fall in love with the results of this decision, I have to stop and then renew my mind. One year of renewing your mind will put you in a different place than you ever have imagined. So stop making decisions based on your current mindset. It's set. You have to make decisions by faith. And your feelings will catch up no different than I have an advanced vision of all three of these buildings. They don't look nothing like it. So do I stay home every day and show up in three months and be like, God, why you didn't fix this? No, there's days I come in here and sit in the parking lot and pray and dream. I walk through every room. What's going to go in this room? Over there was going to be a podcast room. No, this needs to be a kitchen. Then we built a little hallway. Then we're going to turn this part of the room into a studio. And we need storage over here. What the, you, you look around every single spot. You sit back and sometimes, not sometimes, but all the time, vision takes being still. Find yourself a seat and sit down and stop being busy when God is trying to get you to attend to some things in your life. The reason why you are so broken is because you've been so busy. And you say you love yourself, but you don't got time for your soul. care about your Instagram page you ain't happy (laughs) 
your broken lion self. And it's worse when you can manipulate yourself. So let me tell you, if you can lie to yourself, you'll lie to anybody. <laughs> you don't want to spend that season to sit down. Sitting down don't mean don't work. But all the extra stuff. Some of us, God gave us two years to sit down. Some of us got a shot just so we can get busy again. Wasn't even an educated decision. You just got poked so you can go out. No, that's a sensitive topic right there. Amen. I don't care at all. Amen. Let's give you another scripture. It's not going to get no easier in here. Now, faith is the assurance, the title deed, the confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality. I have such a conviction, man. I see, this, I see these three buildings. You know what's crazy? These three buildings ain't it. Here's what God told our team. You remember the meeting where we got together and I said, we're not going to look for another building for next. We're looking for ultimate God dream. So we're going to have a meeting where, Caleb, you come with, if you could have the, the greatest drum set up in the greatest kitchen and cafe, and then we need to know what the, the state-of-the-art studio, what does it look like to have a children's wing, not just on Sunday, but school throughout the week? What does it look like to have a park? And then bring the prices and show me some videos of the type of sanctuary we could have. One that records live music. Like, I'm talking about state of the art. We had that meeting and everybody brought pictures and videos and we sat there and we wrote it down. Just an estimate budget. The Lord said, get that vision on paper. What's next is easy. This is along the way to is to come. But I had to get is to come down. It's like you, you're an athlete. You, 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 the coaches plan we're a championship team. Our goal is championship or fail. So now we work backwards. We plan the season based on championship, not making it to the playoffs. And some of your goals is just first round. If I could just get to the first round. Wow, what a mindset. So you're going to abandon four other rounds and be happy with the first round? So you just got married and then stopped? You just found a church home and then stopped? You got a new job and then stopped? You came to Jesus, then stopped. Everywhere you are and everything God's blessed you with came by faith, knowingly or unknowingly. And if you started by faith, guess what? You got to keep going by faith. Right. Let me ask you how you, how you know you saved. Right now, if you died tonight, how you know you're going to be with Jesus? How can you guarantee me that? It can't be goosebumps. How can you guarantee me you're going to heaven? There's something inside of you. 
that says you're going. It's called faith. And the only way that little bit of faith is still alive is because you keep hearing the word. You feed it. You feed your faith. That's why I can't be around negative people for too long. I can't be around doubters for too long. I can't listen to the radio for too long about the next update and all of that. I can't do all that. Not scared, none of that. I'm just feeding my faith. I'm guarding my garden. Eve got us here. Adam got us here because they entertained a conversation. And some of you just entertaining conversations. That's why you are where you are because you're in the conversation. There's things if you're going to walk by faith, you some conversations as good as they may be, you need to not get in that conversation. You need to not have that coffee meeting. You need to not go to that gym. You need to, it's just some things if you're really caring about growing in God, stay away from the fire. You know why I serve so hard? Because I'm walking by faith. The day I stop serving, I begin to digress. How I'm going to be so excited at the altar full of tears. Oh, God, you saved my life. Forgive me. Thank you. And then not give them that same passion for the rest of my life. Lukewarm believers should irritate your soul. If you're happy being lukewarm, what does that say about your expectation? I told my wife, I don't want a lukewarm marriage. So guess what we do? Every day, feed the fire. And feeding the fire don't always mean sex. It can mean... Like the other day, she just hopped. Most of the time, I'll drive when we ride together. The other day, she hopped in the driver's seat. I was like, oh, shucky, shucky, she driving today. <laughs> right? But it was an intentional act of service. Some of you guys get too comfortable with your partner in the same role. <laughs> just like sometimes you just get too used to God just waking you up every day. You forget it's a miracle you got up. Yeah. Many people didn't make it this morning. So that's why you got to praise him because that's, don't be too familiar with breathing that you don't give them your breath. Let me give you a couple more scriptures and we're going to get out of here. Jeez, amen. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. So this ain't what I feel. Oh, I didn't feel that in my gut. So I'm not going to sow that seed. I'm not going to go because I didn't feel it in my gut. Your gut. You need some spiritual probiotics for some gut health. You need some kombucha. I ain't know nothing about kombucha when I was in, in Oakland. Nothing about kombucha. Thank you, Canada. <laughs> But it wasn't trending like it, you know what I'm saying? Everybody healthy in Oakland now, amen. For by this kind of faith, the men of old gained divine approval. Say approval. Approval is required for access. Here's where the problem lies. 
you don't know you've been approved. So you keep looking for approval. <laughs> what, what, do you think that you, what do you think the world gave us social media for? For one reason, approval. Why you on there? Why you really post that picture? <laughs> if you know you got it, then what, what, you, what, you, what, you, what you post that picture for? Approval. What you want that spouse for? What you, really, what you really wear that outfit for? What you really wear them tight jeans with them heels full and tucked your shirt in? I told you about them faith fits. Not every shirt is for everybody. Amen. Amen. Loose fit section. Loose fit section. Amen. Loose fit. Listen, what, what, what'd you do? What'd you do? You don't need to have a shirt down here for people to see that you blessed and highly favored. Amen. No, no, my. See, it walks in the church all the time, but no pastor will address it, but he looking. But he looking. Right? For what? You're looking for something that God already gave you. Right? You ready? If you knew you was approved, you wouldn't mind being classy. He called you to be sanctified, not sexy. Confidence is sexy. Don't care what size you are. Right, wear that thing. Now, we're not promoting being unhealthy. Approval is required for access. When you get a loan, you don't, you don't just go snatch the keys out of the bank and be like, thank you. No, you got to get what? Approved for the house. But you don't even get approved for the house. You get approved for the what? The loan. And then you go shop for the house. But the approval of the loan gives you access. Right? You come with a, you, you get a little code. You go to your Airbnb. You get a code. Sometime. They've approved your credit card. You can rent the place. Now you get access to the house. You get a job and you get access to their benefits. This world is not for your approval. And we also don't, don't, don't use faith for approval. I'm kidding somewhere. We've been approved. And so if you don't understand you've been approved, you will be walking like a baby with faith. Because when God is trying to tell you, come on, you're like, no, come pick me up. He's like, no, come on. What gets that baby from there off their knees to here? Let me help you. Everybody in here learned how to walk because someone that received them loved them. Yeah. And if you're going to you're gonna learn how to walk by faith, you first have to learn how to receive his love. Yeah, and many of our faith is crippled because our love is crippled. 
You're still looking for approval from other people, man. God bless you with people. God put people around you. God gave you a spouse. God bless you with a job. God bless you with nice clothes. God bless you with friends. God bless you with a church home that loves you and leaders that care about you. God, and something inside your soul won't let you be content. You want more and more and more. Approval is required for access. Love approves us. Faith gives us access. Love to prove me. By faith. Have you ever seen someone walk before they stand? Here's where we land this. I ask you this question and we go in. Have you ever seen someone walk before they stand? If you lay in and on a gurney, how do you get out the bed? Do you just start walking while you're laying down? <laughs> Some strong abs, so you just start walking, laying down. That's in scary movies. When you see folks walking, laying down up on the, on the ceiling. Yeah, that's a scary movie. Okay. What you standing on determines what you walk by. Okay. Peter said, I'm not getting out this boat unless you send me a word. Many people think that Peter walked on water. But I'm going to challenge you spiritually that Peter walked on the word. And the moment he took his eyes off the word, he began to sink. For it is by free grace, God's unmerited favor, that you are saved, delivered from judgment, and made partakers of Christ's salvation. You see this, approved, approved. See, I loved smoking trees. What, did pastor say he loved, why did I keep doing it? Some of y'all still love it. I, yeah, I loved going out with the fellas, but it, deep in my soul I didn't, it was disgusting. Waking up with hangovers. Right, when I understand what I was putting in my body, I didn't love myself, but I loved partying. But in June 2007, I want you to understand, since I was a baby, I had people speaking the word over me. So if I do go astray, the Lord and the word that's planted in me the word has a boomerang effect. So that's why you mess up when you come around the word. Let me tell you, if you don't want to get your life right, stop coming to church hearing the word. Because the moment you hear the word, I don't care how far you get, you coming back. You coming back. Like, whether it's here, whether it's in 20 years, whether it's on your deathbed, you coming back. It don't matter because once the word is planted in you and you've, been, you've heard how you are supposed to go, you can go, but you coming back. The word has a boomerang effect in it. Say, I'm coming back. 
It says through faith. And this salvation is not of yourselves, of your own doing. It came not through your own striving, but it is the gift of God. I've been approved. And the moment that I grabbed a hold of this, the stuff that I was looking approval for, approval through, no longer had power over me. So, so I didn't care if you liked me. I had to get rid of that. I had to get rid of fear of man. I had to get rid of, is that, am I handsome enough? Some of you ladies got to get rid of, the, if he don't call you back or if he don't want you, it might not have anything to do with if you're good enough. That's why I tell you, if you don't want me, bye, get going. But it's hard to let people go that don't want you when you don't want yourself. When you find yourself not being able to let go of somebody that want to let you go, that's speaking to how you love yourself. Because I've been approved. The most attractive person in the world is someone that know they've been approved. Jesus was rejected and he stood up there high and lifted up. He had a right to say a word because he was innocent. But why didn't he say nothing? Because the word already approved him. He didn't have to prove nothing to nobody. And you think it's going to get better if you get that and if you get that and if you get that. I don't care how much that you get. If you don't hold on, cling to this approval, you're going to always be applying for approval. How many applications you going to fill out to get approved? It messes up your credit. Yeah. So that's why when you're trying to cast a demon out of your auntie, the devil like, you ain't got no credit in the spirit realm. You... Who are you? Because all applications you done filled out been rejected. <laughs> and this salvation, man. And it's not because of works. It's not the fulfillment of the law's demands, lest any man should boast. It is not the result of what anyone can possibly do. So no one can pride himself in it or take glory to himself. When you're going to stop striving, trying to make it happen for yourself, there's never enough. Father, we lay our worries and cares down. Some of you might be wondering, how do you lay your cares down? Let me help you. Don't worry about laying them down. Worry about picking his goodness up. There's no room for both. You start picking up, he's faithful. You start putting that in your mouth. You start putting he is good in your mouth. You, I'm already loved. I'm already chosen. Keep that in your mouth. He loves me. Put that in your mouth. My God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. Put that in your mouth. He has a perfect plan for me. Put that in your mouth. Don't wake up trying not to sin. Wake up focused on him. Install pursuing him into your life. And we thank you for it now, Lord God. Lord, we repent now for being worrying children.
not trusting you. But Lord, I pray today that some of us will go from just church attendance to sons and daughters of the Most High. We put worry under our feet. We put fear under our feet. We put anxiety under our feet. We put stresses under our feet. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Give, give God a big old round of applause one time. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's sermon. We pray you were challenged and encouraged. You heard the man. We out of time, but we ain't out of Jesus. So make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms to know what we got going on. That's at LoveQuestINTL Church on all platforms. But you know what it is. Till next time, get your love fixed, man.